0: Welcome to the Crazy Stupid Cousins podcast. This is my Crazy Stupid Cousin Tamia.
1: This is my Crazy Stupid Cousin Ezra Raya. And welcome to part 2 of our episode
0: about friendships, 20 something life. We had a lot to say about this topic, so we decided to split it up into two episodes. So last week we released part 1, and this week we are going to continue our discussion we're going to be reading some reddits um some emma the assholes and then we're also going to be reading some confessions all of them with the theme of friendship in mind are you excited i am i'm very excited yes we found some very good ones i will say a lot of the ones i found on reddit were alarming really they were alarming they really they were fitting under the criminal
1: category oh okay
0: that's very that sounds fun no those aren't the ones i'm reading because they were criminal oh i found some good ones that were alarming but i also found some ones about um
1: bad stuff okay so who shall be going first i think you shall i'll go first yeah
0: should we start
1: with um am i the asshole okay yay ew you're ew you dirty cocksucker (gasps) yeah Okay, this one is,
0: am I the asshole for starting a fire and then blaming it on my friend? Wow. First, I would like to say that my English is not very good, so I may have some mistakes. I, 18F, used to have a really close friend, Anna, 18F. Three years ago, when we were 15 years old, our parents wanted to make a barbecue at her house. At the time, the quarantine just started, so we couldn't leave your house. You couldn't leave your house, but we did anyways. Anna and I got bored but we weren't allowed to leave the house so Anna came up with the idea to sneak out of the house for some time. I was a little hesitant at first but in the end I decided to do it. We walked a a little and Anna stopped me to show me what she found in the house before sneaking outside. It was a box of matches. She asked me if I could light one because she wanted to see it burn for a little but she was too scared to light it. I agreed and we looked at it for three seconds and then blew it out. Anna's house was secluded, so right next to her house was a big field full of dry grass. We went to sit on it because we didn't want to go too far from the house. Then Anna asked me to light another match, so I did it, and it fell into the grass. As we were stupid, um, we started laughing, but the fire started to get big pretty fast, so we ran to our parents crying that the field got on fire in a really short time luckily they managed to stop the fire they asked us how the fire started but we told them that we didn't know after some days at school ariana started telling everyone that she set a field on fire and that gave her a lot of attention i didn't really care about the popularity she got from that it just bothered me that she didn't even mention me in the story and just lied even though i was the one who set the field on fire i didn't tell her anything about it because i didn't want to embarrass her Some days went by and she wasn't even talking to me because she made new friends. Our parents told us both to come to my house because they were all there. When we arrived, Anna's mother said that a neighbor saw us playing in the field and he said the fire started at the same time. My father asked us who was the one that started the fire and I almost took the blame. But Anna was so fast to say that it was me who did it, and that I forced her to sneak out, and that she told me to go back. I got really angry and said that it was her fault, not only because what she said was a lie that would put me in a really bad position, but also at school she told everyone that she was the one that set the field on fire. Our parents didn't know who to believe, so I came up with the idea to ask our classmates who did it. I kid you not, when I said that Anna started crying and begging not to do it, mm-hmm. our parents still went to the school and the whole class said that Anna did it, and that they didn't even know that I was there.
1: Wow. Her parents
0: were really disappointed and punished her, but I felt like I was the one who was supposed to be punished because, in fact, I was the one who set the field on fire. Now we aren't friends anymore. We haven't talked. We haven't been since that incident. But our parents are still pretty close, and we sometimes see each other, but don't talk. I really don't think what I did... I really don't think that I did the bad thing, but I also don't think
1: that it was the it was right to lie. Thoughts? <sighs> Man, I don't know. I low-key would have did what she did. I don't know. That is evil and awful. She stopped talking to her after, I mean... Out of pettiness, probably, but out of like me looking but didn't she try to lie on her anyway? She did. Yeah. So, um no, I don't think that she's wrong.
0: I can't get over the fact that she said uh, it's like she didn't tell anyone that I was even there.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: like this was like a hot party and not like a field being Not put even on fire. just that. It's
1: when her parents when she said she forced me to go out there. Yeah,
0: like it, that was know, a lie.
1: I don't um I definitely would have said that i definitely condone her actions that took place after the fact
0: yeah because honestly how are you gonna throw her under the bus like that mm-hmm. after you went around to the entire school telling them that you set the fire mm-hmm. what kind of popularity do you get from setting a fire mm-hmm. i would think that like that would like
1: with the arson club
0: <laughs> with the arson club is mm-hmm. that i hope there's not actually any arsoning clubs i'm
1: um, pretty sure that's a real thing not a real thing
0: I was about to say, please don't let to be. But how, I would think that, like, people would not like you mm-hmm. for setting a field on fire. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we're not young and hip with the people. Because during this time, when the pandemic started, I was 18. Mm-hmm. And they were 15. So maybe that was a cool thing at the time. I don't know. I just found that to be
1: interesting. No, she was 18.
0: No, it was 15 when it happened. They're 18 now. Okay. This happened three years ago when they were 15.
1: Okay. It was at the time
0: the quarantine just started. Okay. I don't know why they thought this was fun. Because someone said, "Um, um, looks like she was 15, stupid teenager stuff. And someone else said, I can't imagine this at 15 either. That's so stupid. Honestly, I feel like this is pretty stupid level behavior for even 15-year-olds. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to play with fire light a candle
1: <laughs> i'm cracking up either way you still have to light the match
0: yeah but you could have just like lit the match to the candle and then you can at least watch the fire for longer yeah and not the field anyway yeah. shall you go darling i shall my landlord is um owns a motorcycle and he's currently queuing it up in the basement
1: sounds I like a fucking f- giant vibrator
0: you know what? It shakes the entire ground. It does. Whenever he turns it on. And it's like, I just, I'm so pissed. Like, Imagine you were napping. Imagine I was. I could be like resting from a grueling day of work and you're just gonna, it really does sound like a vibrator.
1: My goodness. The fuck is he doing down there? I know. How
0: long does it take? Get out of the garage, dude. Don't. Get a landlord who owns a motorcycle. And if you do, don't live on the first floor. Live on the second floor. Because at least you want him to deal with this. Landlord, if you're listening, um... I don't like you. (laughs) I really don't. He's always banging around upstairs. He was having sex with his girlfriend last night and I could hear it. His dog is constantly roaming around, scuffling all around the floor at 6 a.m.,
1: oh god Mm -hmm. the way I would have banged on the fucking ceiling is insane I, I want to but I'm scared that sounds like some white people shit
0: I know he's black he should know better than this
1: am I the asshole for using my friend's logic against her and making her cry I 36F went no contact with my narcissistic family last year as I was done being their scapegoat my friend was encouraging me to call my mother and reconcile for Mother's Day and I explained again that the emotional abuse I went through and her refusal to her refusal to take accountability or seek therapy. Mm. She then lectured me on how it's hard being a parent. She is not one. Mm-hmm. And as the eldest, you should have helped your mother around the house mm-hmm. and with your siblings. And that I should not let bygones be bygones and call my mother for Mother's Day. I told her, you think... So you think if I had done more chores and accept more par- parentification as a kid, I would have been I wouldn't have been abused. It's hard to be decent to your kids. Then you should if it's hard to be decent to your kids, then you shouldn't be a parent. Okay. Maybe you should have helped your abusive ex-husband around the house more. No. Maybe you should have had dinner 10 minutes. Uh, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have had dinner done 10 minutes late because, you know, his job is stressful Ooh. and it's hard being a provider and a father next month. It's Father's Day. You should call him and reconcile with him. How could I, as a child, stop the abusive behavior of an adult? When an adult, you couldn't stop your husband from abusing you. She cried and walked off. Our mutual friends agreed that she was wrong to pressure me to reconcile with my mother. But she meant well and didn't understand. And you took it too far i did it to make a point on how abuse isn't okay from anyone even your parents am i the asshole
0: oh my gosh i was not ready for that
1: thoughts i um, i
0: i don't think she's the asshole no
1: the votes were not the asshole altogether. Yeah,
0: because if you know i i feel like it depends because like I feel like if I had a friend who had, like, a bad relationship with her mom, I would encourage her to reach out if it wasn't going to hurt her, like, emotionally and, like, open up old wounds that she's been trying to close. But if you know the history of her relationship with her mom and the emotional abuse and how it's hurt her and affected her, I don't think you should be trying to encourage her or even, like, push her to to reconcile if she's not willing to or not wanting to and then to go as far as to say that like if you had done chores yeah if you had done more chores then maybe your mother wouldn't have abused you yeah. like
1: what that's fucked up
0: you would think if she has if the friend the other friend has dealt with a history of um abuse, abuse. especially from a uh, a her significant husband, other, yeah. her husband you would think that she would have like a soft spot or like mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. why she cut off contact with her mm-hmm. like th- that doesn't even make any sense you're gonna tell her to reach out to her mother who's abused her yeah no but she then ate her up she really did and then you're gonna cry when your friend tells you to do the same thing mm-hmm.
1: like Yeah, it's Father's Day. You should reconcile with him. I know. Like, don't let bygones be bygones. Make sure you have dinner done on time next time. Yeah, like that's it. It's just that simple. Yeah, it's
0: just that simple. Just like you told her that she should have just done her chores, Mm -hmm. and maybe her mom wouldn't have abused her. Right. And maybe she should have parented her siblings, Mm -hmm. even though that's not her job as a child. Yeah. I shall go next, darling.
1: Hurry up! I'm not getting paid enough for this. They're taking too long. You see, I'm not getting paid enough for this. You're not getting paid at all. You're a slave. Slaves don't get paid, boy.
0: So, my next one Mm -hmm. is as follows. Emma the asshole for telling my best friend she's desperate for attention and excluding her from our friend group. I, 26F, and my best friends, B, 24M, and S, 24F, have been best friends for almost 10 years now. We're a lot closer than most friend groups, but I'm afraid our little trio has been ruined. Here's some backstory. S introduced me to B whilst they were dating. A few months into their relationship, S and B broke up before trying to date one more time, broke up again, agreeing that they were better off as friends. It was very clear B reluctantly agreed. Anyone with eyes could see B was still in love with S. A few years later, S and I came out to each other as bi, and kind of used each other as an introduction to same-sex relationships. We never officially dated, but we did do a lot of things that would suggest otherwise, such as hand-holding, kissing, etc. For a while, S has been openly flirting with both me and B, giving us attention that would suggest that she would want to be in a relationship with one of us. This has been extremely confusing for me, but for B, it has been especially frustrating and confusing. Like I said, it's obvious B is still in love with S, even though they have been broken up for years. He holds hope that one day they'll get back together because S will randomly act as if they're still together when they're not. Same with me. It's as if for a few weeks she'll crave male attention, so she so she flirts, holds hands, and even cuddles in bed with B, then she'll get bored, want female attention, come to me, and do the same thing. It's upsetting because she'll change her mind about what slash who she wants in a split second and do these things in front of us, for example, the other day we the other day we went out to dinner. s was loved up on b cuddling him, holding hands. I don't even think she, I even think she might have been touching his leg under the table afterwards we went to the movies s sat in the middle she lifted the armchair between us and cuddled up to me and gave me a small kiss when we left she was all over me i could tell it was bothering b so he was feeling so rejected that her advances from her advances the rest of the night things like this have been going on for the past few years and the other night i had enough she did her classic move from b to me I stopped her before she could do anything. She asked what my problem was. I told her that it wasn't fair for her to lead me and on just because she's desperate for attention. I told her that it is clear that both of us have feelings for her, and flirting with both of us was confusing and honestly just shitty on her part. I said I'm not sure if she's doing this for entertainment or is generally interested in one of us, but if it's the latter, then she should take each of us on a proper date instead of treating us like contestants on a botched version of The Bachelor. Shocked by what I said, she just stood there. B agreed with me, and we told her until she can figure out what she wants, she isn't welcome to hang out around us. Neither me or B have talked to her since. Am I the asshole?
1: No. Mm-mm. <laughs> me personally, I would have gotten someone to flirt with and did it right in front of her. Ooh
0: i didn't even think about that that would have been a good that would have been good
1: yeah no i don't like that leading on shit don't waste my time
0: it's kind of weird because it's like you're gonna i feel like it'd be different if she was leading on two separate people mm-hmm. who weren't friends but you're telling me like they go out to dinner and she's like goes from one to the other like it's, in front of each other hoe. it's giving
1: ho it's giving whore. yeah it's giving like um desperate whore. yeah
0: that's what it's giving, because honestly, I'm sorry, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. How, how are you going to go from, like, kissing one of them in front of the other, and you know that you're, like, messing yeah. with both of them at the same time? No, that's, that's weird. That's weird, and honestly, I'm questioning the self-esteem of B and the writer of this, Am I the Asshole, for um, dealing with this for a few years.
1: I Yeah, definitely that, but it seems like they're getting better from, you know, breaking out of it yes
0: it seems as though they're finally coming to realize what it is Mm -hmm. i think that they should become a throuple
1: i i wouldn't i i wouldn't disagree with that
0: because if they're going out to dinner and she's kissing on one and then kissing on the other honestly just become a throuple yeah do a little polygamy polygamy Mm -hmm. is that what it's called yeah polyamory yeah
1: yeah yeah there's different types there's one where like one person dates multiple people but none of them like date each other? date each other and there's one where everybody's dating everybody. I
0: think that's polyamory. Polyamory Yeah but is there's the different
1: one. there's different types. It's oh. like everything is poly but like there's different poly. Kinds, yeah different kinds.
0: Poly. Okay. I think they should do the poly where they're all dating each other because it seems as though S is into both B and the writer. B doesn't seem to be into the writer. Mm-hmm and S is into the writer.
1: I think that so, B and um I think that B and the writer is definitely like friends. They're so. friends.
0: I don't think they're romantically interested in each other. Mm-hmm. So maybe they could just do like a like a open relationship kind of thing where it's like B and mm-hmm. S and then S and S mm-hmm. and B and the writer don't have to interact besides as friendship mm-hmm. wise. Because I don't know, I feel bad for B. Why? Because like he and s were in a relationship first first and it seems as though like he really likes her Mm -hmm. and he's just dealing with this because he wants her in his life somehow Mm -hmm. and he's like still harboring these feelings yeah i i i I feel for b in this situation i don't know about him uh, like his personality if he's like a bad person or why the relationship really ended Mm -hmm. but I, I well, feel she bad. said that she just feels as though that they were better, they were better as friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Then why is she still flirting with him? I don't know. This girl has problems. I feel like she might have some, like, self-esteem problems and just wants, like, she craves attention, like, sexual validation. Yeah. That might be what's happening here because I don't understand. Like, she's, why in front of B? each other? Yeah, in front of each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just imagining them sitting at the movies and she's, like, all over one of them and then the other one mm-hmm. and then the other one no imagine if we were in that movie theater and we witnessed that <laughs> that would be crazy that would be funny okay so now i don't think um no that either B or the writer are the asshole in this mm-hmm. situation the s is definitely i think you both should ditch S, um stay besties and find new people to date
1: yeah for sure
0: yes and never talk to her again mm-hmm. until she apologizes
1: mm-hmm okay all right next all right am i the asshole for telling one of my best friends that she is absolutely not my ex's type so we're gonna have to break this down because there's an update okay
0: so read me the thing and then we will read
1: the update all right my f32 ex-boyfriend male 35 and i broke up about five months ago after four years together he's the most amazing guy and i love him so much the past months have been the worst in my life. He's very handsome and successful and rich. Irreleva- I meant Ooh. relevant. I am sure that he will not have any problems getting into a new relationship. He broke up with me because I don't want the same things. He wants children and a family and I don't. Mm. I think we stayed together for so long, even though we knew we wanted different things. Probably because... um. We kind of thought that we would change our minds, mm-hmm. and that the love is uh, all is, and that the love is all that matters. I still love him. I don't know if he loves me. Mm-hmm. When we broke up, I asked for a clean break. It means no contact because I needed to get over him. My friends all know this and know how much I love him. One of my best friends, F twenty eight, jokingly said that he was up for grabs a month after we broke up. Oh my god. I ignored her and I thought that it was just a bad joke. She is very beautiful and basically can get whoever she wants. She always said that she'd never been rejected before and I believe her. I know that my ex didn't really like her because uh because she wants a rich guy and because she had done a lot of plastic surgeries. Mm-hmm. Last time we had dinner, she brought up wanting to date him, and one of the other friends said that we didn't do that to each other. She laughed it off, and I said, well, you can try, but you're not his type. She said that she'd never been rejected before, and this is where I might have been the asshole. I told her that he didn't like greedy girls' lip injections and fake breasts. She started crying and telling me how she won't be feel sorry for taking him. Oh I am a and I am a bitch, and I am an asshole. My friend sided with her on this. I waited until I got in my car to start crying. I don't think that I'm the asshole; she knows that I love him and I'm not over him. Couldn't she at least wait? I'm still, I know she's, um, I know she's panicking because she's, uh, she kept saying that he won't be single for long. I know. I don't know. Tell me if I should apologize. Oh my God.
0: I absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You better not apologize. Yeah. And no, you are not the asshole. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. But if I was in a relationship with somebody that I loved and we broke up for uncon, like, unconventional unconventional or is that the word unconceivable Mm -hmm. unconceivable differences Mm -hmm. like wanting a family versus Mm -hmm. not that's a big thing to end a relationship over it's not like y'all broke up because y'all hate each other now Mm -hmm. or cheating happened the love is still there it's just a difference in future Mm -hmm. and that kind of breakup is so painful i can imagine because it's like it's just a matter of they want a family and i don't and you're still in love with them and you're coping with this relationship ending and you're telling me a month Mm -hmm. after the breakup your best friend says he's on the market yeah that is not appropriate at all that's not something that should be even being talked about Mm -hmm. especially if she knows that you're still in love with him and still coping with this relationship being over Mm -hmm. i think she could have gone harder on her yeah i think she could have gone in more Yep. Frankly, that I I think that was not enough.
1: Yeah. Are you ready for the update? Yes. Read me the update. Thank you very much for not finding me the asshole. My gut was feeling right about this situation. Then I talked to a mutual friend. My former best friend has asked my ex out on a on a dinner date about two weeks ago. Oh, God. The same week we had our fight. She took him to one of our my favorite restaurants and that she knows that we love that she knew that we loved anyway after the dinner he stopped answering her calls and texts i don't know what happened i don't know what happened there but he agreed to having dinner with her and i can't help but cry and feel hurt i don't i know this is juvenile, but i need to let him go i couldn't stop crying anyway but i need i need to work on myself and move on I love him, and I want him to be happy. I can't start crying of the mere thought thought of um, him moving on. For my my former best friend, I can't say former for some reason, (laughs) is angry with me and has told our mutual friends that I have forbidden him from seeing her, and that's why he didn't answer her calls or texts. I said that that wasn't true, and I haven't had any contact with him since I moved out. I don't know if our friends believe me or her. I feel like I don't have any energy to care if they do or not. When everything settles down and everyone has moved on, the ones that care about me will stay in my life. The Mm -hmm. rest, well, they're not worth being um, sad about losing.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's a queen right there. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of her. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, like... mm, i'm glad that's an ex best friend now because that girl was not a good friend to begin with Mm -hmm. like that'd be so weird that'd be like if you and walter broke up and i was just like can i date him now after like a month (laughs) first of all that would never happen Mm -hmm. at all because i feel like it's like girl code this kind of goes back to like female friendships i feel like it's girl code that like you don't date each other's exes Mm mm-hmm Especially not like fresh wounds. Right. Like ones that have just ended. Like, that's just weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like she has some self esteem issues.
1: It I is, feel like she's like, oh, I'm the pretty girl. Yeah. I can get whoever I want I no matter who you are. whoever I want. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm going to take your man. Mm-hmm. I'm just so beautiful. And I'm honestly, I'm going to. Do you think the, uh, the ex boyfriend took her, agreed to go on the date as like a
1: a spite uh, thing no i don't think it was spiteful i think the breakup was mutual and clean
0: yeah i think it was mutual and clean but
1: i'm confused why he did go out on the date with her i'm curious too yeah maybe we should give him a call <laughs> can we yeah we shall his number is actually on the thing what you're serious yeah why i'm just fucking with you i was about to
0: say why would they put would the you actually number? want me to call you call Honest.
1: him Maybe that could it would be good spice content. up. I'm about to say it would spice up. That would the, um... spice up the podcast.
0: But I'm confused why he would go out with her because I'm imagining he would know that she was the girl's best friend. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. I'm glad she's leaving that situation behind and she's going to work on herself mm-hmm. and and process this whole thing. And she is right that whoever is meant to be in her
1: life will stay. You know what's funny? What? last week's confessions are all about friends. I'm looking on my saved. really yeah oh my god you could have used those i am
0: oh that was one from last week
1: confessions
0: oh confessions not am i the
1: asshole dumbass
0: (gasps) how dare you speak like that to me how dare you be a dumbass how dare you be how dare you be a mean Uh. excuse
1: me i'm gonna leave that in
0: so that's that, fine so that people know how gross she is
1: so people know i um my body functions correctly <laughs> that um i burp god forbid they know i burp yes god forbid we <laughs> we're gonna go on to our
0: next segment which um, is
1: confessions friendship confession
0: <laughs> you better keep that
1: cringy shit in there too
0: these are my confessions. Ew <laughs>
1: That's disgusting. You loved it.
0: We're gonna be doing friendship confessions because that's the theme of the week. Friendships. Mm. Right. Delicious. Yum, right. yum yum yum. Right. Are friendships delicious? Can you fucking read? <laughs> i'm sorry i'm getting Idiot. delirious and kind of tired okay so we're gonna start with confessions and since my cousin over there is bullying me i guess i shall start hurry
1: first. up you... for you get for i get mad boy okay for um, i get the whip
0: i want to read this one but it's really gross
1: fuck it okay <sighs> nsfw
0: okay this is our first confession A friend confessed to our friend group that he is a necrophile, and I'm getting more and more worried for him. (sighs) Hi, I hope this is the right place to post about this. I've had this friend group since high school, and we've grown close together for more than six years now. We are five guys, and my friend's partners usually tag along sometimes. This all began two months ago when four of us went to drink at my place, including my friend in question. Let's call him Ron we were drinking beer and playing board games it was all good and innocent fun until we got bored of the games and decided to just chat instead i'm not sure why but the conversation became very intimate and personal we got to vent out many things that bothered us and that we have never been able to tell each other before for instance for the first time i got the chance to openly talk with my friends about my bisexuality and how i've how i've lived it oh okay I got the chance to openly talk with my friends about my bisexuality and how I've lived it. We were all very attentive and supportive. Then I noticed Ron was struggling to get something out. He began rambling about how there's a secret darkness inside of each hum- human that can never be known to anyone else, or something like that. I inquired him <laughs> I inquired him to elaborate on what he meant. I asked him if there was something he was trying to get out. So for context there was a very tragic recent death in our old high school where we all met. A student suffered from a medical accident and died in a classroom. Ron slowly and anxiously described to me how he had searched for... I need to collect myself. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Ron slowly and anxiously described to me how he had searched for pictures of the student's dead body. And well... You could imagine what he did while looking at Oh my god. (laughs) My other two friends were talking to each other, so they didn't realize what Ron had just said out loud. I was in absolute shock. I did not believe one bit of what he was saying. (laughs) I think I was totally in denial, and that's why I then asked him to clarify what he meant by all of that. He simply he simply leaned next to me and with his voice cracking like he was about to cry he whispered to my ear one of the worst fucking things a close friend of mine could have said i'm a necrophile oh my god my sheer gut reaction was to simply turn my face away feeling immense disgust Mm -hmm. there was something my other two but that was something my other two but buddies noticed and asked what had happened they thought something funny had just occurred For me to react like that, but then Rod told them exactly what he said to me, and their smile vanished away. So I don't think we reacted the best we could have. I think we were all in shock and disbelief, and that's why we began asking him more about this situation. Condition? I'm not sure how to call it. We were all trying so hard to be supportive and to make him feel like we would never judge him. That was a mistake. I think in the end, we were so supportive, he might have interpreted our dialogue as encouraging his condition.
1: Oh, okay.
0: For the next hour, we learned a bunch of uncomfortable, sad, and disgusting details that I would never have imagined to be part of my high school friend's life. Worst of all was the horrifying story of when he felt these kinds of tendencies for the first time, which I don't even want to think of. Please don't describe it. Through all of this, Ron looked extremely distressed and remorseful. It was obvious he needed to vent out a really dark, worrying part about himself he hadn't revealed to anyone. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he felt the need to do that because of what he had recently done with those photos. Mm-hmm. After, wait, why is a f- picture of a dead body up on the internet? That They do that sometimes. They release it? I thought that, okay, anyway. uh, Okay, after that ended, we had a long, uncomfortable silence. Then we began talking about something else, as if nothing had just happened. We acted like it was all normal until it was time they left for their homes. We all said goodbye to each other, as always. I knew that as a friend, I should find a way to help Ron to overcome these tendencies. Uh, To overcome these tendencies he feels. But, to be completely honest, all I wanted was to forget that night and act as if nothing had ever happened. I'll try to be brief about what happened since that night. A couple of days later, a friend, let's call him Rocky, that wasn't able to make it to my house that night, asked me and another friend, let's call this one, Michael, if he had missed anything in that reunion. Boy, did he. <laughs> me and Michael and Rocky are very close. In fact, the closest in that friend group. Even though I'd rather forget that whole ordeal, deep down I knew we should talk about it and find a way to truly help Ron. So very hesitantly, I brought the Ron topic back. Michael was angry. He said to us that he also wanted to just forget about the things Ron had said. But to our surprise, Rocky revealed to us that he already knew about Ron and that he had known long before us. He also didn't say or do anything about it because he wasn't sure that he could do it, or that he could do what he could do to help him. While talking, we realized that even though we ass- we assured Ron we wouldn't see him any different for what he had told us, the truth is we couldn't help thinking of him very differently Mm -hmm. he simply worries us too much he's always been a little weird and lonely but now we can't help feeling worried that one day he might act on his impulses and tendencies we acknowledged how fucked the whole situation was it was nice to share that kind of burden with my friends in the end we concluded that we should search for therapeutic help for our friend that's why oh god Okay, that's why, with guilt, I admit we really haven't done anything about it, and instead just try to forget about it once again. Until today. The reason I felt the need to go get all of this off my chest in this sub and to ask for anybody's advice is that a few hours ago, Ron, without any props, sent a video to our group chat. It was an awful TikTok meme with a girl dancing while saying something along the lines of, it's not necrophilia if she's still alive in your heart. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> it's not necrophilia if she's still alive in your heart ooh, ooh. ew the oo-woo was actually in it <laughs> i don't know if he was trying to be funny or trying to be like self-aware but yeah that happened we've all seen the video nobody replied to him not even a reaction that's the situation we are in I'm not sure what to do or how to help him or where to find resources to help him. Nope. No idea of how to deal with it. Thank you for reading. This is my first post on this website in years. The top comment is, stop kink
1: shaming. Thoughts? <gasps> oh my god. I. He definitely needs to go to therapy. They should encourage him to go to therapy. He should go to um inpatient. Yeah like separate him from yeah this the world because you don't know like great like people man i don't really have much to say about that that's just really really I, creepy
0: i didn't want to read this one mm-hmm. but it was it it was interesting mm-hmm. frankly it was interesting mm-hmm. frankly and i i had to check what necrophilia was because i thought Necro- yes, with the all wise knowing Tamiya. <laughs> Praise her. Yes. Um, I had to check with the, the most all wise high. and all knowing, the most high Tamiya. Um, what is that? On my back. Oh, that's a pillow. I had to check because I thought necrophilia was when you wanted to sleep with people when they were sleeping. Mm-mm. But apparently, it's wanting to sleep with dead bodies. I barely want to look at living bodies sometimes.
1: I'm cracking up. Why would oh my god anyone
0: want to? Look oh, at I that. have
1: a story time. Please don't not my like own, <laughs> not my own. But this girl was an escort. She's also on Reddit, mm-hmm. and um, she had a client mm-hmm. that just wanted her to lay there, not make any noise while he had sex with her. He was, she was like fine. Then I think he wanted her to dress this sort of way. More money, fine. And then she, um, he wanted her to, like, close her eyes. She was, like, fine. Like I, like, I forget what it was, but the demands kept increasingly get got more and more and more intense till she realized, like, he wanted her to play dead.
0: You should have just started with that. Yeah.
1: I think she would have done it if given no, the No, she didn't see him again. Oh, really? No. Hmm. That's sick because she felt like he might have probably ended up killing her.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I just thought, like.
1: For some reason, I'm getting, like, sleeping pills. I don't know if he asked her to take sleeping pills or something.
0: Oh, it was that it went that far i think so because i was just thinking if you wanted her to play dead she could have just like closed her eyes and just went like
1: mm-hmm.
0: but he wanted her to take sleeping pills yeah i don't remember though to like fully be asleep
1: i don't i don't remember i could be wrong but
0: either way that's creepy yeah even if you didn't ask her to take the sleeping pills that's creepy mm-hmm. i had i i thought it was like on brooklyn 99 jake for any of my Brooklyn Nine-Nine watchers, I love that show. On the show, um, Jake is a cop. And he starts, like, seeing this girl who works in the morgue. Mm-hmm. And she's an um, embalmer, I think is what oh, they're called. God. She's an embalmer. And they go out on a date. And she, when they get back to her apartment, she asks him to, like, take off all his clothes and lay on the ground. And she, like, kind of draws, like, a
1: outline around him. The Y? The Y shape? when they they open they your cut, body yeah. up yeah
0: she was like can i draw
1: this on you he was like uh
0: sure and like she had him close his eyes pretend he was dead it was just like how long has this body been dead for <laughs> and that was like it was turning her on and then they had sex and the next day he had told his co-workers and he was like is this weird and they all said yes
1: <laughs> oh god that, mm. that
0: that that's that's a that's a level of weird I I can't get into Mm-mm. because I'm sorry, how are you going to work in a morgue and still be
1: attracted to dead bodies? Yeah.
0: Like how are you going to be attracted to dead bodies, period?
1: That's gross. I'm
0: not even attracted to some living people's bodies. Like, come on now. That's just disgusting. They're all
1: bloated and Ugh. gross.
0: All I'm thinking about is like bugs crawling out of them.
1: Mhm. Yeah. The,
0: oh my god! The blood, the all right, smell.
1: Let's move on. Okay. Yeah.
0: Let's let's forget that
1: happened. All right. So, it does anyone else get horny with play, uh, while playing with the boys? does it make me buy. Like we're all playing the game, a game together, and it's the most gay shit. Like okay, like if you're a boy, you know, you know. Like I'd suck your cock like it was oxygen. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'd suck your cock like I was oxygen starved. Um, and your cock, w- oh, I'd suck your cock like I was oxygen starved. And your cock was the only source of oxygen. Or, damn, I'm gonna fuck you in the ass as I come deep in you. Hold on, I'm gonna switch my mic this way. Oh my god. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass as I come deep in you. We're mostly joking, of course, but in the same thing, um, But just the things we say make me incredibly horny. Just in imagining these things happening to each other, I even shamefully slightly jerk off while we play. Just because of the shit that we say to each other. I consider myself straight and would only want a loving romantic relationship with a woman. Is this normal? Does anyone else do this or feel like this? Does it make me bisexual to fantasize about these things? Side note, I've I've done even texting sexual roleplay with one of them, and I was the bottom, and he fucked me. Um, You could be bisexual only sexually. Like how I was saying, I am bisexual, but I'm only sexually attracted to women. I only see myself having a romantic relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could make you bisexual.
0: Cause I was about to say that sounds like you. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I don't know. I feel like I feel like the fact that it's turning him on that might mean that he's interested in like at least exploring something sexual with yeah. uh, your uh, friends, a, a guy, his friends. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's also it's it's not a double standard. I, I'm not thinking about I don't know what the word is, but like. Girls, straight girls, will do the same all shit. Do
1: the same thing, but not mean it at all. And though. not mean it at all. Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like guys don't usually do that same thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: or mean it.
1: No, they 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 do. Do they? I see it. I see it happen a lot.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I feel like. But, but it's like, like you
1: gotta be close as shit with them yeah. though. Like Walter and his best friend. Like they're they they um they play. They play like that, but, like, on a sense of, like, yo, bro, like, I'm going to take you from your girl. Like, fuck is you talking about? Like, you're mine. Yeah. Like, like on a, play a playful sense, sense like that, yeah. but knowing damn well, like, he they like coochie.
0: But so. But do they go, like, they don't go into detail like that?
1: But, uh, like, mm, no. No. Like, I've,
0: that's extreme, but girls do that all the time. Yeah. So, like, I feel like guys should have the freedom to want to mess around with their friends Mm -hmm. and not have it mean that they're not straight Mm -hmm. or at least talk about it because like straight girls constantly Mm -hmm. they like they will make out with you and go back to their boyfriend yeah and it's and it's nothing but i feel like guys they're not allowed to do that because it's like oh you're gay bro yeah like you wanna tickle my it's, butt? It's it's less it's
1: less masculine. Yeah, it's like it's like to a, them.
0: it's it makes them feel imasculi- imascul- emasculated. Emasculated. And it, that's not inherently true. Like, if you think it'd be fun to oh, get fucked, fucked
1: in the butt, butt, butt in the then ass. get fucked yeah, in the butt.
0: Enjoy that. You take mm-hmm. that. You take that
1: <laughs> You take that big fat wiener in your tiny little anal hole. And
0: you enjoy it. Yeah. You enjoy that ride
1: yeah you enjoy that peter
0: yeah there's nothing wrong with that even nope. if it's like if it's hypothetical mm-hmm. so you want to make out with your br- bros mm-hmm. okay
1: do it. do it do it with consent
0: with consent don't 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 just we do don't do promote it. no anything but consent we
1: don't consent here. we don't promote non-consensual right. stuff
0: <laughs> yeah but i i think guys should be like have the freedom to like Explore and do stuff and not, like, be afraid of, like, being emasculated or being called gay.
1: Yeah, but and in today's know? society, it's not that way, so.
0: Yeah, it's not that way, but it should be. Yeah. It should be different. I think that every man should be able to kiss his best friend mm-hmm. on the mouth with tongue. Mm-hmm. And still identify as straight as he wants to. hmm Because why not? Right.
1: Why not? Okay.
0: Equal rights for all.
1: <laughs> it is your turn. <laughs>
0: Also, everyone's a little gay. That's all I'm saying. A little bit gay. Okay.
1: I thought that was coming from outside at first. It almost Beautiful freaked me honey. out. No. Uh,
0: I I really did find a lot of these. Let me see. Hold on. No, not that one. I don't like that one. No. Go away.
1: Well, if you didn't like it, you shouldn't have fucking picked it. I
0: went through. This is what I did. I went through and I saved a bunch of stuff that had friend in it. Are you trying to make me think I'm crazy? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Ew. <laughs> ew that was disgusting you dirty ugly bitch do it again no <laughs> okay. that will not satisfy your creepy needs
0: ew um, okay I think this one is good finally this one is a remorseful confession went too far with my friend remorse Oh, this is gay, too. Okay. I was 20 and in college. Mm -hmm. I had a roommate who I was pretty much best friends with. I am gay. He is straight. He used to get really handsy, especially when drunk, and would get flirty with me sometimes. Whenever we'd sit together on the couch, he'd hug me, and a lot of the times we would cuddle and spoon together when drunk. In the morning, he'd come into my room and cuddle with me in bed. I kind of thought of it as a joke. At the time, I was not out. I was struggling with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. The night before coming back to college, he was drunk, pretty sure, and we were messaging. He said things like, I like you. I want it so bad from you. Come to me tomorrow. And we had a joke about some eagle reference, and he said, Suck my eagle. Again. It seemed kind of funny, but I didn't really know how to react. The next night, when I got back to college, we went out, got super drunk. And I came back with him and fell asleep between him and one of our friends in bed. We went to sleep with him kind of hugging me. And I woke up in the middle of the night with his arm around me. And being a drunk idiot, construed this as an affection. I must have wanted him to touch me back and take it up a notch. So being a complete idiot, I acted on my urge to feel what his penis was like and stroked it for a few minutes. I had no idea why I did this. He stirred, and I got nervous and stopped. But then, like a fool, I kept stroking it lightly for another few minutes. Finally, I realized that this was so wrong, and I shouldn't have been doing that. I went back to sleep, and we woke up the next day. I felt like a disgusting pervert, shocked at why the hell I would ever do something like that. I was upset the entire day, and he could tell. He asked me if I was okay, and told me to be happy. We're still friends, and talk all the time to this day. This is still haunting me. I feel like a monster and don't know if I should turn myself into the police. I read about similar stories, but those people were teens and can forgive themselves for being dumb teenagers. I never did anything like that in my teens, but did when I was 20. I told my current BF about it, and he said I was blowing it out of proportion, but I can't move on. It's destroying my life to know that I acted in such a predatory and inappropriate manner. Oh, God. I knew it was wrong, but stupid, drunk 20-year-old me did it anyway. It's making me want to kill myself or turn myself in. I don't know what to do, but I can't keep on like this. Nothing is good anymore. I don't look forward to anything. This is all I think about. I'm sorry.
1: Um, Please don't harm yourself. I think that you should have a conversation with him. hmm And um, tell him what you feel, why you feel that way. Mm-hmm and um go from there just don't harm yourself i feel like what you did yes was predatory kind of weird disgusting
0: yeah um please we just talked about consent (laughs) do not touch people's peters or wieners or whatever else you want to call it
1: their genitals without consent yeah
0: those don't touch those without consent um even if he was hugging you and he was all over you You both were drunk. I don't care. I don't really know what the excuse would be. Don't do that, please. That's disgusting. That is predatory. But I do not think that you should, like, I think you should feel bad. I think you should think that what you did was bad. But it seems as though you've acknowledged that. Um, Just don't do it again and tell him. I feel like he should have told him Mm -hmm. after it occurred. Like the morning after.
1: Yeah. I feel like the friend knows for some reason, though. You think? Yeah. Hmm because they both were
0: drunk I'm. I'm. if he did it i'm pretty sure he felt it mm-hmm. Would he if he was awake i don't know Depends. i don't know i think that this person should simply tell the guy that is his friend that this happened when they were 20 and that he feels so badly about it and then i think you should get a therapist because um what you did was predatory and perverted but like i mean I don't think you should kill yourself over it. Yeah. It Like his boyfriend, his current boyfriend said it, he's blowing it out of proportion. I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think the proportion is like correct. Yeah. Like this was a bad thing. But don't do anything harmful to yourself about it. Like look forward to life again. Like you're not like that anymore. You haven't done anything like that since. I think you should tell the friend. Apologize based off of their reaction continue the friendship not continue it just move on
1: right okay all right is this the last one yes this is our last best friend confession all right give it to me. i ruined my best friend's self-esteem after she slept with my ex-boyfriend <laughs> oh, okay i'm going to keep this short and say that last month i f20 uh 24f Found out my best friend of eighteen years ivy twenty four f has been sleeping with my ex-boyfriend twenty five m I was devastated and cried nonstop. Mm-hmm. My ex tried everything to get me back he cried, he begged, he pleaded and bought me a ton of things. I of course didn't want him be- when I get back w- together with a cheater, mm-hmm. but he told me that he'd do anything to get me back. I took that as a chance to get revenge. I told him that I'd give him a chance if he texted Ivy and told her and told her how bad their sex was and how much he hated it. He sent her a long message basically calling their sex mediocre, telling her that she smelled bad down there, and he only slept with her for fun. She called him multiple times and said that he blocked her. I dumped him 2 days later. He was pissed. He couldn't get uh get ivy back because the damage was already done, and she was crushed. Some of my other friends have told me that I have been ex ivy has been extremely depressed uh-huh. ever since ever since and is scared to sleep with anyone anyone else, and she is worried that she'll th- she thinks that she'll have poor hygiene. I kind of feel bad for making her feel awful, but at the same time, she betrayed me in the worst possible way. Oh, my God. I'm conflicted. She ate that up.
0: She really did. I feel so bad,
1: though. No, I don't feel bad. You shouldn't be sleeping with my ex-boyfriend. Are you dumb? Well, with my, it seemed like they were together at the time. Yeah, because
0: that's what yeah. I'm confused about, because I feel like that will make up my mind if I think this was mm-hmm. good or bad. Like, we're were they still together when she started I'ma just go with ahead him? and
1: think that Okay. Because um, if
0: that's the case then bro yeah. you ate that Scrub- yum, yum, yeah. the burr- burr. Burr. that yeah. was
1: good <laughs> like who do you think you are to be my best friend and then sleep with my, my boyfriend I Aren't know you me? and I love and the fact th- that she got the revenge with the ex boyfriend mm-hmm. and then dumped him two days yep. later <laughs> Now you can't have nobody.
0: Oh you my can't God. have me or
1: her. Too he bad. he she literally told him to text her. She smelled bad. Yep. That is I think he did that on her own. on his own. Not that really? he did I think he added some extra shit. So do you think that was true? Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Please wash your cuter cats. Or, you know, Eat healthier so I could um smell better better down there. Drink water. That's also very important drinking water.
0: I need to drink more water.
1: Are you saying your cooter cat stinks because you're not drinking enough water? No. Yes you are.
0: No, I'm not. Don't you tell you people are. that. No, you you stinky. I smell delicious. No, you're stinky. you stinky, you don't drink too. no water. <laughs> 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 I smell delicious. You're stinky. You're stinky.
1: You don't drink no water. I do drink water. Look at my two bottles. They're not even just one and two. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's supposed to be six to eight. Six?
0: Yeah. Okay, then. I'm definitely not good then because six to eight. Yeah. I drink maybe two waters.
1: Oh, you're a sick. A day. Maybe two. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't know I was supposed to be drinking that much water. Maybe I'll start drinking more water. No, you need to.
1: Let me see your hand. You're dehydrated as fuck. How do you know that? So if you pinch your skin and it doesn't go back down like, like an elastic and it kind of sticks together it's because it's sticky like almost in the inside really yeah and it means that you don't have enough water my hands have always done that because you're not drinking fucking water (laughs) i have been very
0: dehydrated i've been medically dehydrated i've gone to the hospital for that before
1: anywho if that's not a sign to drink water i don't know what that is (laughs) you're really sick i hate water well you best to start drinking it boy why must i drink water it's really
0: not fair no i think it's fair but anyway she ate that up that was that was delicious um i i i kind of do feel bad for the girl i for ivy i
1: feel a little bad that now she's afraid you don't oh well you're a (laughs) shitty person shitty people get shitty things yeah you fucked (laughs) your best friend's boyfriend fucked like made her cry made her feel like shit and now that the revenge has come back to you now you want people to feel sorry for you fuck you
0: yeah but i don't i don't don't know i still feel bad no now she
1: thinks she has poor hygiene oh well (laughs) she wouldn't think that way if she didn't do what she did oh that's still so mean oh too bad poor ivy baby's too sad oh poor ivy thinks that she has poor hygiene
0: oh ivy thinks that her cooter cat is stinky
1: she wouldn't think that way if she didn't fuck her best friend's man.
0: That's probably what made her cooter cat stinky.
1: Yeah. Semen can throw off your pH balance. Really? Yes.
0: Hmm. Interesting. That concludes our episodes.
1: Our second half episode.
0: Yes, the second half of our episode about friendships and 20-something life. I feel like those confessions really did speak to the ups and downs of, of friendships. Mhm. One... You never know what <laughs> you never know which of your friends might secretly be a necrophile. Mm-hmm. Um, your friends are sleeping with your exes and yep. you're getting revenge, yeah. And you're gonna interact with some assholes, yep. That's what that's what 20 something that's what friendship is, man. Amen,
1: amen. <laughs> Speak it, yeah, to the highest, pra- praise the most high to me, yes. Ugh. I'm
0: gonna go out against tamia i'm gonna i'm gonna try to de evangelicalize people and turn them away from Tamiya.
1: that would never happen. yes, it will. My followers love me.
0: <laughs> imagine if you did start a religious cult
1: <gasps> that'd <would> be <laughs> insane. I feel like I'd go to hell,
0: yeah, mhm, but it'd be funny,
1: yeah, I think it'd be it, funny. It would be
0: really funny, but you, you must definitely... give me
1: money if you want to be blessed. <laughs>
0: I will bless you for $100,000. Yeah. And if you want two blessings, give me a million. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to our two special episodes, last week's episode and this week's episode on friendships and
1: 20-something life. Um, Any final words? Thank you for watching Crazy Stupid Cousins Podcast. We shall be back next week with another episode. Bye-bye now. Ew.
0: Why must you growl like
1: a- Stop the fucking recording, you dumb bitch. (gasps) Oh, you're so mean! You're so-